what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. God has given us a second chance. We have fished all night and we have taken nothing. But now the Lord is speaking to His church and He is saying, launch out into the deep and let down your clean net and I will fill it up. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to if you have your Bibles this morning, turn with me, please, to the Gospel according to St. Luke. Luke chapter 5, beginning with the first verse. Luke chapter 5, verse 1. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were watching their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he should thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night, and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word I will let down the net. And this morning I want to continue with the subject we started the other week. Let down your nets for a drought. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for His help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we come before you today, I thank you for every man, woman, boy, and girl that's under the sound of my voice right now. And Lord, I ask for the anointing of your Spirit to rest upon me. Lord, help me to rightly divide this word of truth. Lord, to give to these people... This of which I believe you have given unto me. Lord, anoint your people to hear and to receive of your word. Lord, help us to be led more by your spirit and drawn closer to you is my prayer today. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen and Amen. The Bible tells us that Peter, James, and John, and Andrew, had been fishing all night long. And they had taken nothing. This was a serious situation because they were not out there fishing for pleasure. But this was a way of life. This is the way they paid their bills. They had gone into business together and they had bought these boats and all of this fishing equipment. And they were fishing in one of the best places, the Lake of Gennesaret. So many fish were in this particular area that People had come from all around, and the population had grew to somewhere around 250,000 people. 
there could have been as many as 4,000 boats out there on that lake. Peter, James, John, and Andrew, they have fished all night long and have taken nothing. And at the breaking of the day, Peter says, boys, we might as well pack it up. And I can imagine the others looking at Simon Peter's wondering, what in the world are we going to do? We've got to pay for these boats. We've got this equipment to pay for. We've got families to feed. And we've taken nothing. What are we going to do? Simon Peter says, I don't know. They were facing a serious situation. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you today that the church is in a similar serious situation because just as their livelihood depended on the fish, the church today depends on the fish. The church today depends on members. It takes money to keep things going. Are you following what I'm saying? It takes money to pay the lights. It takes money to keep the air conditioning and heating system going. It takes money to keep all of these things going. And when there are no members coming in, certain things have to be cut. And Peter, James, and John, and Andrew, they pull their boat to the shore. And they're out there now washing their nets. Professional fishermen spent more time washing and mending their nets than they did actual fishing. You see, because every time they would throw that net out into the water, a good net picks up debris, it picks up mud, slime, seaweed, sticks and leaves and whatever else is in that water. It, it, just, it just picks it all up and the net gets dirty and you can imagine after having fished all night long in the dark and not being able to see very well of what you're doing, the, the nets were dirty, and now they're out there washing and cleaning their nets. And church, I'm going to tell you something today. If we're going to be successful fishermen, and Jesus said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. If we're going to be successful fishermen for the kingdom of God, number one, and you're going to have to make sure that your net is clean. The net is an extension of you. It is an extension of our lives. A clean net catches more fish. See, the fish, they have a great sonar. They can detect a net from a long distance. And a dirty net, they can see it real good. And a dirty net, it scares the fish away. See, I know some people that won't go to church because of certain people that are in the church. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me today. Let me preach over here. Maybe some folks by radio will hear what I'm saying today. I'm trying to tell you there's some folks that won't come to your church because there's some folks in your church that won't clean their net like they're supposed to. And the only way you can clean your net is at the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, take up the cross daily and follow me. And as you do that, the Holy Spirit will work in your life. He'll point out a dirty net. He'll help you clean your net. And as Peter, James, John, and Andrew are washing their nets... 
Peter looks up and he sees a man. He's got a hundred, maybe even a thousand people following behind him. And I imagine James said, who in the world is that? John said, well, you know, there's a, there's a man over in Nazareth. He was a carpenter. He's preaching over here around this area. He's got right good group of people following that that might be him well i don't know who it is peter but he's coming this way and out of four thousand boats jesus chose simon peters why because he saw these men making efforts to clean their nets And I'm here to tell you today, the Lord takes note of everything we do for the upbuilding of His kingdom. He takes note of you doing things in your life to keep your net clean. And the Bible says, if you'll look there in verse 3, that the Lord walks up and prays to Simon Peter. You've never, you've never heard that in all of your life, have you? You've always thought about well, man prays to God, but you've never thought about God praying to man, but He does. If you'll listen, if you'll get that, that wax out of your ear, you'll be able to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to you. Prayer is nothing but communication. We communicate to God. I was looking at something over television this morning, some preacher up there trying to pray, Oh God, we come before thee today. Good grace and mercy, he looked like he was trying to push a piece of wet spaghetti through a straw. I'm like, this man really, I don't think he has any idea as to who it is he's talking to. Good grace and mercy, you, you today, you've got the right to go boldly before the throne of grace. Glory to God. He is our Heavenly Father. He owns everything. He's got unlimited resources. And honey, let me tell you, if He ain't got it, He can speak it into existence. And He can solve your situation today. And Jesus prayed to Peter. Now, what was He praying to Peter about? He said, Peter, is this your boat? Yeah. Mind if I use it for a little bit? Sure, we ain't done nothing. Go ahead. See, the Lord, at one time or the other, is going to speak to everybody. And if you've got something that the Lord wants to use, for God's sake, let Him use it. And he entered into Simon Peter's boat. The first thing the Lord is going to speak to you about is opening up your heart and letting him come into you. He wants to enter into your boat. The Bible says he stands at the door knocking, trying to come in. So many times we don't hear that knock at the door because we're just too busy with worldly things. There's too much flesh, there's too much wax in the ear, and we don't hear that knock at the door. 
But he said, if any man will hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and sup with him and he with me. He wants to have a relationship with you. But he wants to enter into your boat and you've got to let him in. Let him into your boat today. Simon said, sure, go ahead. And then he told Simon Peter, he said, thrust out a little from the land. Let me tell you, some of you have accepted Christ and Christ is in your heart and he's told you to thrust out a little from the land, but you're still sitting there. You've not grown in the things of God. You've not thrust out from the land a little bit. You've got to thrust out a little bit from the land. And The Bible said that Jesus sat down and He taught the people. If some of you would start coming to church like you ought to, you'd get a little more instruction. You're missing out on a blessing because you're not thrusting out from the land a little bit like you ought to. Now, and I want you to get this picture too. While instruction is being given, Peter, James, John, and Andrew are washing and mending their nets. Your net can get a lot cleaner when you're in His presence listening to the Word of God. Let me say something else. He sat down and taught the people. That is God's way. Preaching and teaching the Word of God, that is God's way. It hasn't changed. Well, we got some telling us today, telling James, what you're doing is old-fashioned. It's outdated. Preaching has gone by the wayside. Oh, here's the way we do it today. We bring Andy Griffith in on Sunday morning, and we show a little episode of Andy Griffith, and we talk about all the good things that Andy Griffith has done. If you want to watch Andy Griffith, you watch him at home. But he has no place in the church house on Sunday morning or Wednesday night or Sunday night. God's way is the preaching and the teaching of His Word. And it has not changed. And honey, it will not change. Because I can show you in the book of Revelation... When the seven-year tribulation period is going on, God sends two witnesses... And they're preaching and teaching in the streets of Jerusalem. And if you're going to a church today and there ain't no preaching and teaching of the Word of God, honey, you need to get out of that church. God has one way. And that's for a man of God to get on his face before God and say, God, what is it you want me to deliver on Sunday morning? And he comes out of that back room on a Sunday morning and he lays down the gospel plow and he tells it like it is. If it makes some folks mad, they just have to get mad. If they get glad, they get glad. And when he had finished speaking... The most happy some church member gets is when the preacher's finished speaking. That's the most excitement during the whole church service is when the preacher is finished speaking. A little boy come into one particular church one Sunday morning, had all these pictures lined up in the vestibule and tugged on the preacher's coattail and said, 
what are all these pictures up there on the wall? And the preacher said, these are all people that died in service. And the little boy said, was that the Sunday morning service or the Sunday night service? Hmm. I don't get pleasure out of stepping on folks' toes. It causes people to withhold their giving when I say certain things. But I'm not trying to be the popular preacher. I'm trying to tell you what thus saith the Lord. And Jesus Christ shelled it down. He shelled it right on down to the cob. And he told it just like it was. Good grace, I wish I could have been there. And when he had finished speaking... He looked at Simon Peter and said, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. I like Simon Peter. He reminds me a lot of myself. And I can see the gears up here just turning and working. You see, God's got a blessing for you. But the greatest hindrance to our blessing is us. Because not only will the Lord ask to enter into your boat and ask you to shove out a little so that you can get some instruction, but there's going to come a time when He asks you to launch out into the deep. And it ain't going to make no sense to you. And it didn't make no sense to Peter. He done fished, the Bible says, they toiled all night long and they have taken nothing. And Peter... Them gears is just turning up here. What does this old carpenter turned preacher boy, what does he know about the fishing business? I fished these waters all my life. He may know how to take a piece of wood and whittle it down and make a plow yoke out of it, but what does he know about the fishing business? You see, back in January this year, the Lord began to deal with me. I want you to build a website. I can't even put stuff on Facebook, let alone build a website. The Lord said, just trust me. So we started, a little piece at a time. You see, when Jesus said launch out into the deep, and y'all know it, it has to do with launching out into deep water, but that word deep, means to launch out into the extent. It means to launch out into the mysterious. He's going to ask you to launch out into a certain area that you ain't never been before, in the territory you don't know anything about. You, you're kind of uneasy about it. And, and friend, let me tell you, when we went through the first couple of stages of building the website, you know, it, it was all right, but then it come up there, it's time to spend some money. And Diane, I'll tell you, when it comes to spending money, I get nervous. Especially when you're running off of a shoestring like we are. Launch on out into the deep. We started spending money to get this thing off the ground. The Lord showed me, step by step. And today it's online. And as of yesterday, we've already had over 700 listeners since it was launched just a few months ago we've had people listening in france 
Australia, Africa, Kuwait, 40 different cities across this nation. I don't know if you know it or not, but I'm going on out into the deep. Y'all can stay around the shoreline if you want to with your cane pole and fish if you want to, but I'm going on out into the deep. Some of you looking at me, yeah, preacher, I know you've gone off the deep end. Church, we're living in the last days. I watched the other day as President Trump was signing an executive order giving the voice back to the church. And the Lord began to deal with my heart. And I thought, God has given us a second chance. The church has gone through a spiritual night. We have fished all night and we have taken nothing. But now the Lord is speaking to His church and He is saying, launch out into the deep. Boldly go where you have not gone before and let down your clean net and I will fill it up. Glory to God. And friend, let me tell you something today. The church that obeys what the Lord says will not be disappointed. They get out there in the water. It's deep. First time I ever went fishing with somebody in a boat, they said, James, we're going to fish right here. Throw the anchor out. I said, okay. Throwed it out. It wasn't tied to the boat. <laughs> the line went right on down. And the boat kept moving. James, did you tie the anchor? Uh, no, I, I throwed it over, but I didn't tie it off. I mean, brother, they, we were out there deep now. <laughs> <laughs> we got set. He had one of these fish finders things. And it shows you, you know, what's on it. was a camera or something. And it shows you what's up under the boat. And he had put that thing down there. I had bought a brand new fishing pole. And I propped it up and I turned around over here to get me a minute. I had the bucket. And when I, I turned back around, I looked at the fish finder screen. I said, man, that looks like a rod and reel. Man, this thing shows everything. Zepco, too, what I'm talking about. I turn around and look, well, where's my pole? <laughs> that thing is still over yonder in Buckhorn somewhere. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> Peter throws his net out over the side. He waits a few minutes. He grabs a hold of the cord and he goes to tugging on it. He gets tugging on it. And John says, Peter, ain't you going to pull the net back in? He said, well, I'm trying. It's hung on something. Give me some help. I need some help with this thing. And they both get to pulling on that cord. And the Bible says they brought in a multitude of fish. So many fish, the boat couldn't even hold it all. And they beckoned unto their partners, and their partners came, and they filled up both boats. I'm trying to tell you something today, church. 
those who will listen to the Lord Jesus Christ and launch out into the deep. If you're going to a church that is launching out into the deep, that is preaching the Word of God, there is an increase coming. There is a blessing that is coming. And if you will partner up with it, the same blessing that they get, you're going to get it. They filled both ships. The Bible says they were astonished at that multitude of fish that they caught. We're living in the last days. The trump of God is about to sound. God has given us a second chance. And for those who will dare to launch out into the deep with the gospel of Jesus Christ, there's a harvest of souls that's coming. The Bible says when they got back to the land, they forsook all, and they followed Him. When the trump of God sounds, and you're saved, you ain't going to take none of it with you. Peter, James, and John, they left it all behind. And church, I'm fixing to tell you, there ain't no need in getting too carried away with the things that are in this world because it's temporary. We're fixing to leave it all behind. That is, if you're saved. Are you ready? The Lord is knocking on some of your hearts today. He wants to enter into your ship. He wants you to move out just a little bit from the land. Just give Him a little bit more of your time. He wants to instruct you a little more in His ways. And God is speaking to some of you today. He wants you to launch out into the deep. God is speaking to some of you today to start supporting the work of God. Because the time is short. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. 
We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.